listening to a collection of interviews conducted on arts and culture on The Morning Mixtape with your host, Nicole DiDonato. Listen live every Tuesday morning at 9.15 a.m. on CGRU 12.80 a.m. in Toronto or stream it online at CGRU.ca. Welcome to Arts and Culture on the Morning Mixtape. I'm your host, Nicole DiDonato. Today on the show, I'll be speaking with Adam Fuhr of Winnipeg indie rock band, Yes We Mystic. The band is comprised of Adam Fuhr, who does vocals and plays guitar, Keegan Steele, who does vocals and plays the mandolin and synthesizer, Jody Planert, who does vocals and plays keyboard and cello, Jordan Otterson, who plays drums, and Eric Ross, who plays violin and synthesizer. Yes, We Mystic takes instruments, ideas, and sounds from wherever they can to craft something that is all at once exhilarating, hardening, pummeling, and grand. Their sound is described as intense, cinematic art pop. I spoke with the band last year when they released their debut album, Forgiver, back in April 2016. With its lush, atmospheric guitar tones, delicately woven melodies, explosive drums, and aching lyrics, Forgiver is a howling wind coming from a place of irrefutable honesty. Yes, We Mystic is performing at the Rivoli tonight at 8 p.m. In the interview, Adam and I will be talking about the band's album, their music videos, as well as their upcoming show in Toronto. Hey, Adam, how are you this morning? I'm so good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Thanks for having me. So first to begin, um, I know that we talked last year when um, Yes We Mystic's album Forgiver first came out. So I kind of wanted to, I'm really excited to catch up with you today and kind of hear what's new with you guys. Um, but before that, I wanted to kind of talk again a bit about your album Forgiver. I know it's done yeah. very well. You've released some music videos too, which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, but yeah, for any listeners out there who haven't heard the album, how would you describe it? Um, Forgiver... What we what we did to to make that album was uh, we kind of tried to triangulate, I'd say, a couple things that we that we liked, and uh, and we tried to incorporate things that we didn't fully understand or uh, you know maybe didn't like on first listen. So what I mean by that is that uh, we didn't want to make a like an indie rock album uh, per se. We wanted to make something that kind of didn't uh, subscribe to the to the that genre marker or any other we wanted to kind of just just do what felt right and blend whatever we wanted together to, to, to try and make something that felt fresh and new and, and also we tried to take things that maybe if they become a cliche uh, we tried to look at you know, why did that become a cliche and, and why was it a good idea in the first place and then try to put in some of those things in in uh, new or, or, or subversive ways. So that's uh, that's forgiven. That's what we're trying to do then. And then uh, yeah, we've been we've been touring on that record for a year and a half now and it's uh, yeah, it's been doing pretty well. So we're we're thankful for that. Yeah, no, I love the album. I think it's it's amazing. I mean, even when I first heard it a year ago, I mean I was 
there's just so many great songs and it's there's so many they're, they're just really big songs with so many different sounds and different emotions too that you feel when you listen to them so um yeah I, I just really love it and i think you guys did a great job and i'm so glad that you guys are still touring the album because it is so Thanks awesome so much. yeah no problem um and yeah with that being said i was wondering for this album how did your i know we're kind of going back a bit but how did the um songwriting process work for you guys um for this album specifically um, well, I, uh, myself write a lot of the, uh, the music and my, my bandmate Keegan writes a lot of the lyrics and that was kind of, that, those are roles that are very solidified now in the new music that we're writing and, and we've kind of, um, you know, we, we've, we've always been kind of moving towards that over the, we are just celebrated, uh, six years as a band. These are things that take time to, to figure out, you know. So so that's mostly how Forgiver worked with one or two except, uh, exceptions. And uh, how it mostly worked is that uh, either I'd have a full song written with with uh, music and and, um, and melodies and everything, even vocal melodies, and I'd give that to Keegan and he'd fit words into those melodies. Or the other way around, he'd give me a full set of of lyrics and I'd uh, write a full song around that. And then after that's done, we kind of take, I take it to the whole band and we will kind of complete it all together and tweak it all together. Nice. Yeah. I really like that. How, um, how you guys are able to work together like that and how, um, even if you're bringing the songs, you kind of all still have a say in how the, how the final product is, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I also like like to say, Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I like to say now that, you know, writing music is like, especially music where we're, um, every song has a kind of different feel. Like we have a uh, sound as a band, but that sound, you know, is, is we're, we're, we're trying to find a sound for each song, really. And when we do things that way, everything is a, everything is a choice. Like every little decision is, is a choice. So I make some of the choices at the beginning and, Keegan makes some of the choices at the beginning and then all the other thousand choices we make, we, we make together as a band on each song. So it's definitely a process that we all need everybody together for. Yeah. And I, I really like your point too, about how um, you guys really try to, to have each song have its own sound. So it's not really like as a band, you're trying to have just one specific sound, but you, you kind of are able to be more flexible in that sense where yeah. you can try different things. Yeah. So um, I love that because I feel like a lot of the time bands um, tend to get kind of lost in that idea of having to find a sound and, you know, be this specific type of way. But I think it's cool that instead of doing that, you focus on a song by song basis, which is which is interesting. And it seems to work really well for you guys, too, which is awesome. Yeah, and I think bands that do it the other way, like where they do have a great sound and they can still pump out great songs. That's a mystery to us. And I think we're a mystery to to them sometimes it's just all everyone always is is looking at what they don't got you know so yeah. <laughs> so we we can look at a at a band that just cranks out great songs and they all kind of have a similar but distinct vibe and and it's just uh that's that's pretty cool too but not how not how it works for us yeah, I know it. That, that's a really cool point for sure. And um, and yeah, and I know that you guys are from Winnipeg. So I was wondering, how has um, the music scene there kind of influenced um, the band sound or the type of music that you guys create? There are a lot of great bands coming out of Winnipeg. There's a lot of uh, great music being made. But we also, like the ways that we've been 
influence. Like we're, we're kind of we. No, no one really sounds like us in Winnipeg. I know every time we have, every time we put on a show, putting on a show is also one of our our very favorite things, and that's that's only a thing that we do uh, in Winnipeg. Like like um, when we are you know have control over every little aspect, and that's that's the thing that hopefully one day we'll be able to bring across the country. But uh, when we do put on a show in Winnipeg, we always have troubles finding, picking bands to, to play with. And that's not because there aren't so many great bands or bands doing great work. We're always just trying to trying to curate a, a night with a specific feel. And, and sometimes we, we get confused of, of who to, who should we play with this time? And uh, so, yeah, we, I feel like we, uh, we're doing something that's a little bit different, but it sits amongst uh, a lot of great work that's coming out of bands right now. Right. Yeah. And it, it's really interesting, too, to hear kind of how um, the actual like location of where the band is does influence the sound. And I think, um, yeah, it's really cool. I mean, I've never actually been to Winnipeg, so it's really cool to kind of hear what it's like there because I really love music. So it's, it's nice to hear that there are a lot of cool bands coming out of there. Yeah, um, great bands. It's a cool spot. It's a, it's a city that's uh, exciting because it always feels like it's about to, you know, something's about to break from there. Something's about to, to happen. So that's uh Nice. Love Winnipeg. Not a not a popular opinion, I think, but it's uh, <laughs> we love we love uh, love our city for sure. Of course, as you should. I'm sure it is a great city. I hope to one day check it out for sure. <laughs> um, right on. Well, let us know if you're ever in town. Yes, will do. Um, awesome. Yeah. Now I want to talk a bit more about the album Forgiver. Um, again, love this album. I still listen to it like to this day every day. I still have it in like a bunch of my playlists. Oh so my god, it's Sweet. awesome. I love it. Um, yeah. And I guess there's two songs that I want to talk about um, that you've also released music videos for. So um, cool. the, the first one that I want to talk about is working for the future in the interlake so mm-hmm. um can you tell me a bit about this song and what it's about um that song is uh it was kind of keegan wrote that as a bit of a tour song i know in a lot of bands you know they maybe their first couple releases will be about the um the uh their experiences just in their everyday life and then if they you know are successful and they keep going on more and more as the music comes out more of those stories are about being in a band because that is the life now right and and so um that was kind of keegan's take on on a on a song about uh being on the road all the time and, and and wanting to return uh home and so that song was uh kind of one of our quiet favorites on the album you know we thought it would never be a single or never um be uh made it we we wanted kind of a video to be made for it but we didn't have the money for it we could only choose a you know a couple songs but then that video just kind of fell into our laps in this really amazing way there was a filmmaker out of toronto who contacted us saying Hey, I'm making this video. Could I use your song? And 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 that was it at first. And we said, sure, sounds good. Go ahead, bud. Whatever. And when it was done, we worked with this this incredible dancer and this uh, whole team of people. And when it was done, he said, hey, check this out. Also, by the way, if you want to release it as a music video, go ahead. And things like that just really don't you know never happen to us and don't happen very often. I don't. 
any, none of my friends in bands, so I don't think I've ever had a video that of that quality just dropped in their laps. And it uh, turns out now that's the most seen thing of ours that's that's ever been put out. Um, it was uh, went viral on Reddit. It uh, you know we've had uh, really really good success on that one. Before that video came out, you know, a couple thousand people would listen to that song on Spotify, and now it's our uh, now it's our number one, which is pretty uh, pretty weird since it's the uh, kind of quiet, slow moving track of the album but it's uh it was really weird we woke up in uh we were in Prague that day when we found out it went uh viral and i remember i was i was asleep in uh and uh they're two of my bandmates jody and jordan they're knocking at my door they're saying adam adam wake up and i was going oh god like what's gone what's happened <laughs> they're they're waking me up and, and like you know it's have I overslept or is the van stolen or like, what? <laughs> this can't be good. And they're going, no, 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 no. It's a uh, video is going viral right now. What? <laughs> uh, so that was, yeah, that was pretty neat. Wow. Highlight, highlight of the year for sure. Yeah. That's an amazing surprise. I, I've never heard of anything like that either. So that, that's amazing that that happened. And um, so, yeah. yeah, we haven't even met these people, but we're excited because the show tonight, uh, or I mean, we're playing four shows in Toronto this month really excited about that so we'll get to meet those folks over over this month which is really neat because you know obviously we did a lot of work on that song and then very separately they did a lot of work on that video and and together it, it just worked so well so yeah. i would like to you know yeah, look forward to hanging out with them yeah, that would be awesome. That's you know, it's amazing. It really is a beautiful video, and it works so well with the song. So, yeah, I love it. Um, and yeah, there's another a song that I want to talk about, and that one is called Ceilings. So, um, yeah, tell me a bit more, more a bit more about this. What was the inspiration behind the song? Um, the song Ceilings is uh, that was the one song on the on the record that was kind of written while the whole band was in. Uh, the room together it was not written in the way that i mentioned before where i kind of write write all the music and, and bring it to keegan and then it was kind of all that was happening at once while we're all together because we had uh we had been we booked off time as a band to record our ep vestige way back in 2014 in late 2014 and uh and that uh we had some problems with that producer and uh and he canceled the sessions on us and so suddenly we had no time booked to make this ep and we had all this time booked off work and everything like this whole weekend together and we're going what are we you know what are we supposed to do now and we decided okay let's try to let's try to write some music all together and that song was ceilings and, and you can hear in that song that uh, you know, there's there's a bit of anger in it uh, musically. It's, it's very intense, but there's also these kind of uh, you know melodious floating kind of passages, and it's uh, it's one of our favorite songs on the record. And so we always knew that we'd like to have a video for that one. And so that was the video that we you know spent the year planning, and then the other video uh, ended up coming out first, and we and we pushed back the. Uh, the release of of that video so we worked with some local winnipeg filmmakers that uh our violinist eric knows 
And it was kind of one of those things where he kept bringing those guys up. He kept saying, you know what, I think we should work with them. But we said, Eric, those are just your pals. Yeah, of course you want us to work with them. You know, like it's, uh, it'll be fine. We'll, we'll, we'll figure something else out. And we talked to a couple of music video directors that had made videos for other bands that we'd like. And eventually we came to the conclusion that, you know, all these best videos, like they're, you know, they have a real connection to the band they're working with and maybe like they're, they're friends. And that's how these people as video directors are getting their start. And, uh, and maybe, maybe that's more of the route we should, maybe we should work with these friends. And that's not to say that they were not accomplished in their own right. It's just, we hadn't really taken the time to, to give it the proper consideration. So when we finally, uh, you know, sat down with these guys and they pitched us a video immediately, we're like, this is exactly the type of thing that we want. And, and we have, yeah, we're going to make so many more videos with those guys over the, over the years. So it's a, that's a match made in heaven for sure. And that was, uh, shooting that video. We know that, that we knew that we wanted, um, to be in the video, but not as ourselves. And this will be a recurring theme in, uh, in videos in the future as well. And the way that they took that and, uh, we want it. It's like, it's bizarre. It is surreal, but also with a depending, it really depends on the mood that you bring to the table when you sit down and watch that video and what we like. Like some people are just so freaked out by it. Some people think it is the funniest thing they've ever seen. And, uh, and that, that's, uh, that's perfect. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's really what we love. Like one of my, one of my favorite, I'll, I'll say this just for a moment here. One of my favorite moments on a stage in my whole life is back home in Winnipeg. They probably have this in every city, but there, there's a, there's a show called uh, bands is bands where they get local bands dressing up and playing songs of more famous bands. And so after years of being asked to do this, we found ourselves with a month where we didn't have anything to do. We said, okay, we're going to do this. And as is kind of a joke, we did it as Coldplay. And so we're standing up on this stage and play the whole set and we come up for an encore. We decided, uh, we, we decided this like morning of and had never practiced it, that we were going to do, uh, we're going to go back out and sing. We're going to play yellow by Coldplay, but I was going to sing creep by Radiohead on top of that. And we went out and we did that. And that's, the exact kind of um, reaction that we got. There's some people that were just felt like we betrayed them. It's like we'd been <laughs> up there playing this music for an hour and we had done painstaking work to recreate everything. And people that really loved the band Coldplay were standing there and they loved that. And then we come back out and it's like we were insulting them and they were so mad. But then there are other people that were standing there going, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. I'm glad they have a sense of humor about this. And there are other people that were just confused in there. And, <laughs> and we got off that stage and some, you know, it, and some people were like, Oh man, that didn't go over so well, but there's just something in my gut. I was just like, that was the most exhilarating thing that I've ever been a part of. Like, it was just like that range of reactions is what, you know, I think, not that that was art, but that is what I was hope. Uh, you know, I hope to get uh, our art to be at a level where where it can it can ex inspire that range of reaction. And so, 
that's uh that's actually what we went after we just put on a show at home called yes we mystic and the earthly paradise and it was this um surrealist uh dance uh, it had dancers that didn't really dance and there was a there's a 10 page script for it and it was surreal and and then incorporated things that you wouldn't usually see at a, at a show. And, and that's that exact feeling is what we were chasing after. And I think, uh, I think we accomplished again. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's what we're going for now. And that's that, uh, <laughs> I think that video gets, gets at a little bit. So proud yeah. of that one as well. Yeah. I, I love that so much. That's so funny, honestly. Um, yeah, that video, definitely, I can see how it would get that kind of range of reactions because there are some very, like, weird moments in it where you're like, what is going on? Like, what does this mean? Um, and yeah, and I was kind of wondering, do any of the things that happen in the video, like, for example, like, the girl in the bathtub with the fish, like, does that have, like, a meaning? Or was did you all just kind of do it to be, like, to have this weird kind of, like, reaction? Like, what? yeah, what was kind of the intention? This, this video is the first thing that we ever did that we really trust the vision of the directors and we were fully just kind of like we keegan and i were involved in the planning and we kind of helped shape the the ideas but at the end of the day these were ideas coming from the director or the directors mean things to them and we didn't have to go chasing after them being like what do you mean by this we i trust that mm-hmm. everything in that video uh like it's very nebulous and there's you know different questions that are half asked and half uh, half answered kind of thing and so i know some parts of that puzzle i don't know all the parts of that puzzle that's you know that would be more a question for the for the directors but every every single thing means but i know that the uh the video as a whole it uh talks about you know it, it's, it's about the search for meaning and it's about uh it's about loneliness and it's about there's themes of masculinity and some of that being toxic in the video and and, and there's just a but it is very nebulous overall there's no uh, correct answer and you can mean one thing to one person and and one thing to the next person but it kind of the first video that we made we put up the day the record came out it's called no harm and it uh it was our first attempt at making something like this and the thing that it missed was somehow it was humor like the the ceilings video is strange where you can have a smile on your face the whole time being like this is like we totally don't mind if people watch it and are like that's kind of funny you're like that Mm -hmm. oh man that was hilarious and that's i think it's that kind of sly smile on the the face is uh is what we missed the first time around and that's why we're uh feel like for us this video was uh pushing things to the next level because it's uh it's exactly what uh what we're going for yeah i know it's it's a really it's a beautiful video honestly i i love it and i love that there are those really um weird and interesting and strange things going on um because it really does make you feel things and i like too how um like one thing doesn't have to have a specific meaning it's kind of up for the viewer's interpretation which is which is a really cool thing as well um and i think it makes it easier for people to connect to for sure Mm mm-hmm yeah, I love it. Cool. Well done. Yeah, and, and you well, can, thank you. Yeah, and you guys can you can tell too that you guys put in a lot of work. Um, yeah, just congratulations. It's an amazing video. But um, also, it was just like amazing. Like we were, you know, kind of nervous going in. We're like, what if one of us 
is just terrible at acting and the right, you know, we, we don't know, like some people in the band had never really done any acting before. And, and it was just like, Oh my God, now that we're all in this video, what if someone is just clearly terrible and it's <laughs> it all, it's just all you can take out of the video. But that didn't, that didn't happen. Everyone held their own very well. And, uh, I don't think that's a, that's a thought that passes through many minds when watching that video is it, it just, yeah. It's overall how it, uh, how it feels. Yeah. No, I think that's a really interesting point too, because I feel like that's something a lot of people don't think about. Like when they're watching music videos, it's like, yeah. it's like some degree of acting that does go into it. Um, especially for a video like this, like, you know, you guys aren't playing yourselves. You are playing characters, which is, it's a really cool thing to think about too, because you don't realize that. Yeah. Like I, I feel like yeah, people don't think about that. You know what I mean? So it, that is a <laughs> yeah. cool point. I love that. And uh, yeah, it's a nice it's it's nice too that everyone was able to um, do a good job in those roles. Um, I'm not surprised either though, because I feel like when you do like it is your song, right? So you guys all have your own like like you all have a meaning from the song. So I think it's easier yeah. it's easier to put yourself in that kind of role when you can connect to like the song in that way, if that makes sense. But nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And um, are you guys planning on releasing any other music videos for any of the other songs, or um, is that kind of all for now? Yeah, uh, Ceilings, that was the last kind of thing we're putting out as, uh, w associating with Forgiver. Right. So that was kind of the send-off for, for that album. I mean, there's still this this tour is kind of the the final push uh, before whatever's next. Uh, I say whatever's next to be mysterious, not because I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're meticulous planners. We know we know everything that's, that's coming, but... Um, there is there's new music on the horizon. Not not an album yet. We have an album uh, mostly written, and we'll be playing a lot of those songs on this tour. Um, you know, we played some of them when we were touring Europe earlier this year. So they're uh, you know they're feeling good, and we're just working the kinks out before before we go on and make that record sometime next year. So it's uh, the new music. It's it, it's interesting now because. You know, I, we, I did a lot of interviews for for Forgiver, and you know the the question of how the uh, you know what we what our intentions were with that album came up a lot, and that was very uh, you know those answers became second nature after a while. Right. But now I'm so we're so deep into the next record, and our intentions are somewhat different, and and our um, you know the things that we're going after are somewhat different so it was actually it was nice it was a it was almost a memory jog to to, to get back into that headspace because we do approach everything we do in a in a different way we try to try to challenge ourselves at, at most and we also try to challenge the people that uh follow us as well or people that, that that listen to our music i imagine it would have been a there's this one guy back home that comes to every show that he just asks us to play this song that like the, the band's been through a couple lineup changes over the years. It's only been me and Keegan that, that have been in the band since, uh, since the beginning six years ago. And so this guy's asking us to play songs when we're on stage that most of the band has never heard before. Like they don't even know. It's like, yeah, that was when I was standing up there with acoustic guitar and we're, you know, playing, little folk ditties that we wrote at the beginning. And so this guy's going, you know, play, play this song. And I can't even remember how to play that song so long ago. 
And so the journey someone like that had has went on liking this band the whole time is just I, I, that's it's wild. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad he's still stuck around because I'm sure thing you know as things evolve, we'll, uh, some people will like it and some people won't. I'm sure it's kind of how it works. But but that guy's been there since the beginning. He still wishes we were doing our early stuff, I guess. But <laughs> but. Uh, you know, that's how it goes, I guess. Yeah, that's that's amazing. What an wow! You have a hardcore fan. That that's awesome. Like, who comes to every show too back home? That's amazing, though. Um, well, we only yeah, we we do only play about a show or two a year because, as I said, we we try to do something big and 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 wild when we when we play back home. But right. again, one 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 day we'll uh, be at a place where we can bring some of these things on on tour as well. And which would be which would be really nice. Yeah, that's awesome. I know I love it, and I love too how you said that. You know, your sound and your music is always evolving because you guys are you know trying to challenge yourself, which I think is the best way to kind of approach music. And um, I think that you know, Forgiver was such a great album, and I'm excited to see what's in store for you guys um, with your new stuff. And yeah, and so I was wondering too, in terms of the sound, would you say that your new stuff is kind of similar, or do you kind of you know, try really drastic new things, or how? Like, what would you say? I said a new album is a bit more um, upbeat, if not. Uh, it's it's definitely not. Uh, you know, we don't make happy music. We make. I'd say parts of it are very chaotic. Parts of it are um, are. Uh, you know, we we do some. We we sound cinematic at times. So there's there's those moments as well. But I'd say overall, it. Uh, feels a little more fast paced than, uh, than forgiver. And we're, uh, dealing a lot with, uh, the warping of, of organic sounds. So a, a lot of, um, a lot of this next record you, uh, might listen to and, and there'd be a sound and you're going, wow, I have no idea what that is. And it's just a heavily processed acoustic guitar, or it's a, you know, sample of a trumpet that we've pitch shifted three octaves a lot of things like that and so that's very fun to recreate on stage which we do through some some uh, sampling but but also uh this is one cheap guitar pedal it's made by boss and it's it's looked at as you know mostly a, a guitar pedal that's used by uh like shitty metal bands kind of. And so we have like seven of those on stage now, uh, because they help us achieve what we what were trying to achieve. That was quite the, the Kijiji hunt, um, tracking down over six months, all of those, uh, those pedals. And, uh, yeah, it's they're really fun songs to play live, but, uh, and we're, we're excited to record them. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited, super looking forward to it. And you mentioned, too, that you guys are going to be performing some of your new stuff as well on tour. So, um, yeah, with that being said, I was wondering, um, once again, I know you guys are performing tonight at the Rivoli at 8 p.m., I believe, is when doors open. Um, so I was wondering, what can people expect from your live show? So obviously some new music, some stuff off Forgiver. But, um, yeah, what else? Like, what is your live show like? We're often told that our live show, oh, I just had a voice crack there like I was uh, 13 years old, our live show is, um, and we're often told that we're more, uh, much more intense than people expect. And I think, uh, I think that's the case of a, of a lot of bands. I mean, if there's a band I really like and I, I, I can try to 
you can try to imagine what the live show is going to be like, but you can never quite, you know, picture exactly what, uh, what it's going to be because everyone has a, uh, a different flavor to bring to things. So our, our show is, is very uh, concentrated and intense and uh, emotive. And, uh, and that just become comes out of our, you know, we have a deep connection to these songs. So a lot of the songs on Forgiver, we, it's already been three and a half years since we started playing them as shows or some of them even longer. Cause there's a song off Forgiver that we, I wrote in, in 2012, so it's been five years already. Um, and so we have a deep connection to these songs. We, uh, we know them inside and out, and, and so performing them comes with this, uh, you know, this, this kind of deep passion we have for the music, and just in, it, it comes out in, uh, in uh, kind of quirky, explosive uh passionate ways on on the stage so that's uh there's, there's a lot going on we also another thing that's hard to picture when listening to the music but we have a lot of instruments on stage and we're all running around uh because it's partially it's partially due to money honestly like like another bigger band might have if, if three people play one synth at different points in the show, they just all have that synth next to them and don't worry about it. But for us, uh, if three people are playing that synth, everyone's crossing the stage to play that synth at some point because it's, it's over there. And so while everyone has their station of multiple instruments, no one stays at their, their station for long. they got to cross over and play something on the other side of the stage. And that's only getting more intense with the new music it's not going in the other it's not going in the other direction because um things just keep getting more complicated for ourselves we keep making them more complicated for ourselves the uh guy who puts out our records in germany he you know he says i love your live show and i love your music but why do you have to make things so complicated for yourself and we don't we just uh we don't know any other way it's kind of what uh what makes it feel like us to us so yeah, that's a. I think that's a fun part of our show. I don't know. We didn't do it to be fun, but I. It's uh, people like that. Like Keegan plays crosses the stage and plays a keyboard backwards wow. at one point, and every night that feels to people like an organic like moment. They're like, "Oh my god, look at that! He had to play that keyboard backwards, but he doesn't know how to play that part forwards." <laughs> We've done it every. Uh, every night for for years just because that's uh that's the only way he can ever fit on a stage well uh jody's sitting behind that keyboard playing a cello so there's a lot of well, yeah we have there's a lot of little quirks to the show we've had to figure out over the years but it's uh definitely interesting there's no uh hopefully never a dull moment yeah, I, I love that so much. I mean, it really does sound like a fun show. And um, you can tell even from your music videos and the songs off your album that you guys are very passionate. So I can only imagine um, how much that is like amplified in your live show. So really cool stuff. And um, yeah, I know that you guys, like you said, you guys are on tour. So you're going to be making some other stops in Ottawa, Montreal, Halifax, as well as a bunch of other places. And you'll be coming back to Toronto as well. So I was wondering, um, how are you feeling about that? Are you pumped? Like, what are your emotions going into this kind of tour? Yeah, this is a this is a long tour for us because it's um, 
it's based around the Toronto shows. We are playing four shows in Toronto this month. So starting today and then every Tuesday to the end of the month, we're playing at the Rivoli. And that's really exciting for us. Uh, we, um, we love the city and, 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 and we, love, uh, we love playing at the Rivoli. We've got to do that a couple times before. So basically what that means is that our tour becomes these kind of week-long trips where we circle back to Toronto every time. And so that's uh, it's been an interesting way of planning things. Obviously, there's a lot of uh, driving this time around, right. but it's uh, no, it's it's going to be really good. There's there's some great shows we're looking forward to. There's a little bit of time off, which we're not uh, very used to on a, on a tour, so that would be nice. We usually try to book things so that we you know play a show every day, maybe have a day off every week. Um, but this uh, this time around is a much more leisurely pace so that will probably actually be good for the show um just to have that little bit of off recovery time because you know if we play 10 shows in a row somewhere around show eight you know it's it's going to become hard to to keep singing the songs every night or whatever so it will be we'll never have that problem which will be which will be really nice and and yeah, so the four shows in Toronto, we're playing in New York City for the first time, which is really exciting. The way things uh, work with the with the visa visas in the states for bands is pretty. Uh, yeah, it's not set up the the best way, and it's a little bit daunting. And and so we have never really gone into the states. Um, we're more focused on playing in Europe. But uh, yeah, now that we're finally going to get down there, it's. Uh, I know that yeah, there's there's people that like our band there and have been wanting wanting us to come down for a while. So it's it's really exciting to finally get to do that. Amazing, yeah, that's gonna be so awesome. You're going to so many cool places, and yeah, New York City. That's like that's awesome. Um, so yeah, good luck with that show. That's gonna be so cool. And um, yeah, once again, if anyone can't come out to their show tonight, you can see them next Tuesday and the Tuesday after and the Tuesday after. So <laughs> lots of opportunities to see. Yes, we Mystic. Don't miss your chance. And um, yeah, just to kind of wrap up, where can people go to find out more information about Yes, We Mystic? Uh, you know, we're on all the, the social media things, <laughs> as uh, as everyone is. We're also on all the streaming services, if you want to listen to our music that way. But uh, also, if you want to go down to your local uh, record store and ask them to, to order in a couple copies if they don't have it, that uh, that's always helpful for, for a band at our stage as well. But uh, yeah, just anywhere online, type in our name, we come up. It's uh, it's a strange name, so that makes sense, <laughs> I guess. Uh, and yeah, I mean, we uh, we definitely use our social media as a as a tool to bring our our weird uh, updates about about our new things. That we, we we yeah we try to we try to freak people out with social media as well sometimes. So that's uh, if you want a, a piece of the action, that's probably the the best way to to get a hold of us. Perfect. Yeah, you guys are super easy to find. Again, very unique name. Yes, we Mystic. It's awesome. I love it. Um, yeah. And is there anything else that you wanted to add? I uh, uh, yeah. Well, if you uh, like what you're hearing, uh, please come to to one of the shows. It's, it's going to be a fun time. But also for shows, I can imagine people might say, "Oh yeah, I'll go next week. I'll go next week." I'll go next week, and then uh, you know, it, it, I know how life works. It's easy to just 
blink and October is gone. You went, damn, I you know, probably should have went and saw that band. So if you want to see us, please, please do. Yes. <laughs> because there's a, a big room to fill four times, which will be very difficult. So if, you know, bring, bring a friend. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'm sure you guys won't have any trouble at all. And yeah, like you said, it's a great it's a great t- chance to come see you guys four times. That's that's amazing. I can't get over that. Um, but that's great. I love that. Um, and yeah, hopefully I'm going to definitely try to come see you as well this month. I mean, it'd be cool to meet you in person finally. That'd be great. Um, yeah. yeah. Talking so much. I know. Yeah. Seriously. I know. I, feel, I know so much about you. Like I need to meet you. Um, cool. But yeah, thank you so much again for taking the time to speak with me this morning. It was so great getting to catch yeah. up and hear about all the new stuff going on with you. Yeah, thank you too. Appreciate it. Awesome. Yeah, well, best of luck with your tour, and hopefully I'll see you at the, at the Rivoli this month. That'd be fantastic. Thanks so much. Cool. Okay, bye, Adam. Bye. I would like to thank Adam Fuhr for taking the time to speak with me this morning. Don't miss your chance to watch Yes, We Mystic perform live at the Rivoli tonight at 8 p.m. To find out more about Yes, We Mystic, visit their website, yeswemystic.com, and connect with them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also be sure to take a listen to their album, Forgiver, on Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, and YouTube. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Nicole DiDonato. This was Arts and Culture on the Morning Mixtape.